Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez the Best. Today is Friday. December 17, 2021. My name is JC Davis. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Hello, everybody, friends, and well, not family. My family doesn't listen to this, but you are like my little tiny podcast family. Welcome to the podcast. How's everyone doing, huh? Happy Friday. So yeah, just an update. No hala hala this week again. Sorry, guys. But, uh, you know, the busy, there's busy schedules going around. So we'll update you when we're going to release again. But on the bright side, I am on another podcast. I was, uh, I was, I was guesting. I was guested. I guested on a podcast hosted by Kara Erigel. It's out now after 30 with Kara Erigel. And the title of the, what's the title of the mix? The title of the episode is, Are You Better Than You Were Yesterday? Embracing the Growth Mindset Before Quitting Your Job. Boom! If you want to listen to it, go check it out. Uh, you want to hear a little snippet? This time, I, I took it for granted. Oh, shit. That sounds like an Oprah clip, huh? Go listen to it after 30 with Kara Erigel. Uh, first of all, how's everyone doing? Since the, there was no Hala Hala this week or last week, I'm going to do a little bit of a mini Hala Hala show, like a TT's thing here, you know? Uh, just in case Rika never comes back, I might have to. <laughs> just kidding. She'll be back. She'll be back. She's busy. Uh, check out uh, 1C Coffee. They're, I know they're putting up their new place right now. So I'm sure she's like super busy with that. Um, so when it does come out, let's let's all go there. Huh? Let's have a little bit of a gathering, right? Social distance, of course. Okay. Um, first things first, I went back to the gym. I don't know if I said that last podcast, right? I don't know if I said that last podcast, but I'm going back. To the I'm the gym, and oh yeah, I did I did say it last time. Well, it's I've I've been like three times now. So far, so good. I just had one day where I kind of ate a little bit shitty because I went to go watch a movie, which I'll talk about in a bit as well with uh, with Baeng. But let me talk about the gym real quick. So you know, the first I forgot to mention it last Tuesday, but the first time I went to the gym, it was late at night, or not really late at night. No, the second time I went to the gym, it was late at night, and then this guy came in, right? And this guy looks like he's been working out for the last 10 years. So I have no idea like how he was working out during pandemic. He must have been doing like push-ups and shit at home cuz this guy was built like a Greek god. And it just reminded me that that how human I am compared to like these these people that really make the gym, you know, a part of their life. I want to get on that level. I've never actually I've been on that like grind maybe once in my life where I was always working out, I was playing basketball, I was working out, like I was really fit. But man, I don't know how people can maintain that over the course of, of like their lifetime. And it's insane. It's like, I feel like you had to have to be like a little bit insane to do that. Not, and, and not in a bad way, like insane, like, damn, you're insane in the membrane, insane in the brain. It's crazy. Like, I, I, was, I was just like, damn, I wanted to ask him like, hey, man, <laughs> did you experience like the pandemic at all? Like this guy was built so like a built, like a Greek god, man. So yeah, I've been going to the gym, you know, uh, eating relatively clean, not the best, but it's way better than the last week, like after I quit my job, like I was eating like crazy. So 
So it was, you know, so in the last five days, I've been bad once, and I think I'm okay with that for now. But I want to keep it, you know, constant. So that's an update in my life. Let me talk about the movies that I, oh, I watch so many movies, friends and family. Don't worry, I won't spoil it, especially, okay, let me tell you guys right now. Because of the Metro Manila Film Festival, you know, as much as I understand that people want to watch the Ancaboga Balls number 27 and like Shake, Rattle and Roll number 30, I'm just, you know, I know I'm generalizing. I know there are good movies during MMFF. However, I did watch Girl in the Orange Dress a few years ago. That movie sucks. As much as I love Jerry Corosales, that movie is garbage. But, you know, MMFF is great. I just don't understand why they have to stop international releases completely. Is it like every theater? Because, that you know, Christmas movies are big and not as big as summer blockbusters. But the biggest movie of the year, one of the biggest movies probably ever, actually, is come, came out this December. Spider-Man No Way Home. And you know, dude, you know, like everyone's wondering what's gonna happen in Spider-Man. I've talked about this on on this podcast so long, and it doesn't come out to like January nine or ten here. So that leaves me what three weeks to try to avoid spoilers. So I'll I will admit it. This is the first time I've done it since I was in high school. Since I was literally since I was in high school, because after high school, I got into college. I worked in a movie theater. I had no problems, right? No problems. I'd always watch movies in the theater or like on, you know, on, on cable or something. But the, for the first time since I was maybe 17 years old, I watched a cam quality version of Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh my God, Jay-Z. Why did you do it? You, you were the chosen one, Anakin. Why? Why did you do it? Because I cannot wait, man. I literally, like, this is a movie that I cannot wait three weeks for because everyone's going to just, I'm going to know what's going to happen already. And I just, I wanted to still experience a little bit of, of like, movie magic despite the cam quality. Now, the cam quality, I'm not going to tell you what happened, right? Obviously, spoiler free. But the cam quality I watched was, was watchable. It was watchable. You know, I, I used to watch cam quality shit in high school, like I, like I mentioned, but you would, it was so blurry all the time and the audio was garbage. The audio for the one that I watch is like a five, six out of ten. Maybe a five out of ten, which is okay. Cause I used to watch ones that were like three out of ten. And in terms of the cam being steady, it was steady almost all throughout. It just, it didn't focus all, I guess the guy who was pirated. <laughs> But, okay, I know it's not good to do that. I, I'm telling you, don't do it if you can uh, avoid it. But I will tell you, I will watch that shit probably twice in theaters when it comes out here. I w- I like, I, it's not like I'm doing it to avoid paying. I would gladly pay, like, double to watch that shit right now. I would, or, you know what? I would watch, I would pay for five MMFF tickets if they'll let me watch Spider-Man. Like, I'll buy five tickets, but then you put me in a theater with Spider-Man. No problem. Sign me up, bro. But I couldn't wait, and I watched it. And I, you know, I'm not. Gonna, but it's fucking fantastic, man. The hype is 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 really like, you know, there some movies are extra hype, and then when you go watch it, you know, it kind of falls on the radar. For me, this is one of the best Marvel movies like ever. It's up there, man. Like top three, top three, yeah, top three. But I'm not gonna go into deep discussion about that. But let me tell you about another movie that I watched, which I watched in theaters. I watched this with Baeng uh, a couple days ago, uh, two days ago. James Bond, No Time to Die. That movie 
is really good. Surprisingly, really good movie. Uh, and you know, it, I don't want to spoil it, but it's the first time something happens that I've never seen in a James Bond movie. It's not as good for me as Casino Royale. I like it better than Skyfall, although Skyfall had a better storyline. But the emotional impact of No Time to Die was better, in my opinion, than Skyfall. So yeah, it's in theaters. I don't know until when. MMFFFFFF starts in two days? Three days or something like that? Not sure. So go watch it. Solid movie. Daniel Craig, it's his last one, so goes out in a bang. Like, it's a great, great, great way to end. Because for me, okay, I'm going to rank the five for you right now. Because he did five. He did Casino Royale. He did Quantum of Solace. Casino Royale, uh, sorry, Skyfall, Spectre, and No Time to Die. Quantum of Solace for me, 100%, is the worst one out of the five. So that's number five. Number four is probably Spectre. Because that movie's confusing as shit. Uh, so one is Casino Royale, 100%. That's easy for me. Two and three, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. If you like great storyline, probably Skyfall, you'll enjoy it. But if you like, like, emotional impact and, and action sequences, by the way, this, this one, No Time to Die, has the best action sequences in any James Bond movie ever that I've seen. I haven't seen, like, all the Sean Connery ones. Like, I haven't seen them all. But... You know, I've watched all the Pierce Brosnan ones. So the modern day James Bond ones, this is the best action sequences in a James Bond movie. 100%. I highly recommend it. If you can watch it in theaters, go check it out. Do it. Do it. I know there's a version online, but, you know, if it's in theaters, you might as well check it out. So there is that. What else did I watch? else did i watch oh i watched a show on netflix i I binged it in a day seven episodes it's called true story with kevin hart as the lead and it's a it's a drama and he plays a like a version i i I guess he models it off of his own life so he's a worldwide famous comedian um called the kid and then some drama ensues involving his brother Basta, I don't want to, you know, kind of let, let you know what happened. Just go watch the first episode. If you're digging after first episode, I think the, uh, the you know, it's not the best show. And there are some aspects that were predictable. But there's one thing that I did. I don't know why. Like, I didn't predict it at all. I was like, holy shit. It was like a holy shit moment for me. But seven episodes. Each episode, I think, is like 40, 45 minutes. So it's going to, you know, take you the whole day to watch it. But if you have nothing else to do, if you watch all the shows and everything that, you you know, that's on the list, on your list, true story is the title it's on netflix i enjoyed it thoroughly i really enjoyed it and kevin hart you know i've said this about kevin hart i have i kevin hart is actually a pretty good actor uh i just get irritated at a lot of his comedies because he's like the same guy in most of them like i like him in the wedding ringer as a comedy but all his other comedies are eh, kind of the same for me but his his dramatic role, like like his, if you guys watch The Upside, which is based off that French movie, The Intouchables, I think both are on Netflix or just The Upside's on Netflix. He's pretty good in that as well. Uh, I would recommend watching that movie as well. So, yeah, the true story. I watched that. What else did I watch, man? I'm trying to think. 
Did I watch anything else this week? No, I don't think so. I think that's it. I think that's the that's that's the stuff that I would recommend. Let me, hold on, let me check my phone. I know I know I watch more shit. Oh, last night I watched the the Disney movie called The Rookie. The Rookie. And uh oh, The Unforgivable. Whatever. The one with Sandra Bullock. Okay, let me talk about that one move first. So The Unforgivable or The Unforgivable Unforgiven? What's that? The new Sandra Bullock movie. It was uh for me it's okay. It's like a 6 and a half out of 10. Like the storyline's okay, very predictable, kind of, kind of, until there's one twist that I also did not see coming. But in terms of like the storyline, it's like a redemption storyline. So the story is Sandra Bullock, uh, she killed, uh, she killed a police officer, uh, protecting her sister and she's been in jail for 20 years and then she's released and now she's trying to connect with her sister, but she's not allowed to. And that's kind of the, the, the main gist of the story. Uh, it, it's okay. Viola Davis is in it, but she's completely wasted as like an actress. Like she, she doesn't get much to work with. So it's kind of, I don't know why they got Viola Davis out of all the people. So yeah, watch that. Oh, and Hawkeye. I'm on episode five. I'm all caught up in Hawkeye. Holy shit. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but damn. Dude, Hawkeye is the best Disney plus show, man. I can confidently say that it's my favorite Disney plus show so far. I, you know, over Loki and WandaVisions and, uh, the winter soldiers right and and falcons i am i'm all i'm all for hawkeye man jeremy renner what a beast um and yeah yeah the rookie so i watched the movie i rewatched a movie called the rookie it's not on netflix it's a 2002 movie starring dennis quaid who you might know from the parent trap uh it's a true story of this guy this like 35 38 or 40 year old i forget how old he is like he's old he's a dad and he, you know, he used to be a good baseball player. He used to be a good pitcher. But then he, uh, because of injuries, he never really made it to the league, like, you know, just in the M- in the Major League Baseball League. And it's based off a true story how he, he he's a coach now. He coaches high school kids. And his high school kids find out that his that he can throw really well still. So they say if they win the state championship, he has to try out for uh, whatever. And it's, it's based on a true story. It's cool. Uh, the name of the real life guy I think is Jimmy Morris. Uh, yeah, go look it up if you wanna if you wanna kind of take a look at the you know, what that's all about. But so yeah, that, that's what I watch this week. All right, friends and family, that is the uh, that's the update in my life. So yeah, I've talked about I've talked about Jim. Oh, I just came from Gale a few minutes ago. I got some coffee from this place called Little Farmers Coffee. It's on the lower lower ground floor. Still in a shitty spot, TBH. But it's right like next to like Abinson's or whatever. Like there's a electronic store there the appliance store i don't know what it's called it's pretty good though i got their vanilla coffee anyway as i move on let's talk about stuff that's going on in the world shall we uh so a little mini hala hala show huh without rika g you there i love coffee and biking yeah uh <laughs> let's uh let's talk about miss universe miss universe 2021 was held so you know what they need to Oh wait, they did fix it. Never mind. Because I remember there was a time because of COVID, like the, the the years were like advanced or something. Anyway, Miss Universe 2021 held on December 12 at the Universe Dome in Eilat Eilat. I don't know how to pronounce it. How to pronounce? How to pronounce? Let's turn it. E I L A T. Let's let's figure it out. Eilat. Okay, in Eilat, Israel. Uh so. 
the Andrea Meza of Mexico was the former Miss Universe. She crowned her successor, Harnaz, Harnaz Sandu of India. I know Miss Philippines. We talked about Binibining Pilipinas. She came in the top, she went, she came into the top five, which I think is the highest placing we've had since Catriona, I guess, right? So congratulations, uh, Team Philippines for making it to the top five. But as I've always said, no one remembers the top five. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, okay, no hate, right? Like, great, great job, great job, great job. But tell me, tell me, uh, tell me who was in the top five of the 2007 Miss Universe? You probably won't remember, right? You'll remember probably the winner, maybe the runner-up. Who came third, fourth, and fifth? You probably don't remember. It's not a bad thing, I'm just saying. It's just a joke, guys. But congr- congratulations to Harnaz Sandu. Of course, if you're a true pageant fan, you probably could name everyone, right? Um, and I, I think there was some great story that I was watching all my, uh, all my gay friends' Instagram stories. Cause it's like the gay Olympics, right? That's what they say. Alright? And I don't think that's offensive. It's true. And I was reading, like, storylines that I probably would never have, like, found out. I think, like, for example, I think Miss Singapore placed for the first time in a higher level or something. But said, like, they placed in, like, the top whatever for the first time in maybe their country's history. And there's a lot of storylines I saw on there. But uh, people are very impressed with, um, people are very impressed with, with Miss India. Like, Miss India's answer, I, I listened to it. Holy shit, her answer was so good. Her Q&A. I don't know how many Q&As there were. I just saw one question. I don't know which one it was. It might have been the final question if there were two. Uh, but she answered it so well and with so much confidence. And it was like, it looked like, like it, it's like she already knew what she was going to be asked. Like that's how good the answer was. So congratulations. Steve Harvey hosted it, which I, th- I mean, I don't mind, man. Steve Harvey gives me hope that, you know, no matter how big you're screw, you screw up as a host, you can still get it if you're good. <laughs> Cause you know, after the whole, uh, Miss, you know, uh, Pia Wurzbach debacle way back. When was, when did Pia win? Oh, six? I mean, 16? I, I don't remember. But yeah, this marks Steve, Steve Harvey's sixth time hosting. After missing the competition's previous edition held in May. Oh, wait, who, who hosted the, oh, Mario Lopez hosted last year. Oh, so they actually went back to Steve Harvey. Well, there, there you go. That's how good he is, I guess. Um, so let's let's look at the top five. So see, Beatrice Gomez came in top five. Colombia, Valeria Ayos, top five. Third place or second runner, which always confuses me, by the way. I mean, it used to confuse me. <clears throat> Why don't you just call it third place? Why is it runner up? Second runner up is third place. It's so confusing. Like it's two different numbers. It's ridiculous. Just go third place. Top five, top three, top two, and number one. Like, you know, don't make it hard. Uh, South Africa is, uh, third place. Second place is Nadia Ferreira from Paraguay. And of course, India, Harnas Sandu. So let's learn a little bit Harnas Sandu. Let's, let's figure out <clears throat> what she, uh, she's the third Indian woman to Miss Universe. Now you know. She was previously crowned Miss Diva Universe. What is that? Miss Diva Universe 2021. Maybe that's their version of Bini Bini. Miss Diva is a, Part of Femina Miss India pageant that primarily selects India's representatives to Miss Universe. Okay, so it's their version of Binibining Pilipinas. But she's also a Femina Miss India Punjab, which I guess is like a Miss World. The one that selects Miss World. Yes, it is. Okay, nice. Uh, What is her advocacy? Does it say here? Let's see. 
Um, sand do initial pool. It doesn't say what our advocacy is. Let let's Google it. Does each candidate have to have their advocacy? Like, can they not have the same advocacy? Thirteen things about Miss Universe. Here we go. She was born and raised in Chandigarh, India, in a Sikh family. She's fluent in Hindi, Punjabi, and English. What else do we have? She is Times Fresh Face Miss. I don't know any. Of these. I don't know what any of these things are. But what is her advocacy? She was twenty-one. Oh, so how old is she? She was twenty-one when she was crowned Miss, Uni- Miss Universe India. So she was either twenty-one or twenty-two years old right now. She's pursuing a master's degree in public administration. Uh, is there anything else? Oh. oh, she advocates for fashion sustainability. This is from a November thing. Sustainable fashion has finally started to create a buzz in the Indian. Okay, I think that might be one of her advocacies. That's cool. Sustainable fashion, you know, like that is, it's like the anti-fast fashion, right? If I'm not mistaken. That remember. Sustainable fashion is like, you know, let's Google that. What is sustainable fashion? I'm pretty sure that's what it is, where, you know, you wear the same... Sh- Here we go. What is sustainable fashion? This is from greendreamer.com. Take that as you will. Ethical fashion. A related term that is... Oh, wait. Sustainable fashion refers to clothing that is designed, manufactured, distributed, and used in ways that are environmentally friendly. Okay, so yeah, I guess anti-fast fashion. Because fast fashion involves, like... Destroying the earth, right? And also, like, paying people, like, minimum wage, right? Um, why most of fashion today is not sustainable. Here, here, let's, let's learn, okay? The word sustainable is defined as capable of being sustained, okay? Therefore, a sustainable fashion industry is one that operates in ways that continue continue working for years and decades to come. Unfortunately, this is not true of today's dominant fast fashion, which refers to clothing that's intentionally designed to be consumed quick at cheap prices, leading shoppers to view clothes as being disposable, wearing them just a few times before throwing them out or moving on to newer and trendier cheap clothes. So I guess, I mean, there we go. I don't want to delve too much into it. but So sustainable fashion, I guess, I mean, what does that mean? Like you you buy for like more local designers? I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know where you would find, like how can you differentiate? Besides, you know, the obvious, you know, big names like H&M and... and I mean, I guess Uniqlo is considered fast fashion, right? Fast fashion. And what else? Like like bench and all that. But, but, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. If you buy those clothes, if you wear them continually and like don't, you're, is that, you're still contributing to sustainable fashion, right? In a way, in a sense. Is it more of a mindset or is it actual like this is sustainable fashion, this is not? I don't know. Just have to figure that out. You guys let me know what you think, right? So congratulations again as we move on to the next topic. Uh, 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 uh. Let's see. I have something here. I, I read something about Dubai being the first, um, the first like country that is paperless in their government. Here we go. Let's find out. Dubai paperless government. Sorry, guys. I'm doing this on the fly. Dubai, world's first government to become 100% paperless. This is from hwnews.in. So I don't know if this is real or not. But uh, it's on the internet, so it must be true, right? Uh, (laughs) I don't know why there's no other... Let me see. 
India Today. Mm, I don't know these. Business Today. Okay, okay. Business Today. I think I've heard of Business Today. That India, though. Dubai is the first government globally to turn completely paperless, according to Emirates Crown Prince Sheikh Hamdan bin Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum. Imagine having that on your nameplate, right? Every time, wherever you go. That's a long name. Dubai is the first government to turn completely paperless. Saving worth, uh, according to, uh, according to Prince Sikh, saving worth $350 million and 14 million man hours across the Dubai government. Internal, external transactions and procedures in the Dubai government are 100% digital and managed using comprehensive digital government services platform. That's incredible. I wonder if that has to do with crypto. I wonder if they, they do stuff with crypto. You know how crypto, there's some crypto where like that is their main purpose is to, you know, for like transparency so that you can't cheat the government and whatnot. That would be actually really good. You know, I, I, I am 100% for this. I mean, it depends on how much protection you have. Like, can they be hacked or whatnot? But imagine here in the Philippines, if the government was 100% transparent with their, you know, it was all digital. Then you can't you can't hide anything, right? Farmali who? Huh? Face shields who? I think it's a great move. So I, know, I just want I, I thought I found that really interesting, and I, I think it's it's a move towards a better future as long as it were protected, right? There's another thing that I saw like a week or two ago. Have you guys seen that realistic robot that like comes to life? Have you guys seen that shit? Uh, here, new hyper-realistic robot yawns, smiles, and winks for the camera. Fucking insane, bro. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, it's from a UK-based company called Engineered Arts. It's fucking wild, bro. Look at this. You guys, just go Google it. Hyper, like, Google realistic robot. It's fucking insane. Look at this shit. Look at it. It looks like a person. It looks like, oh my God, it's insane. Man. So, you know, it's cool, <laughs> but also at the same time, it's everything that we've been warned about in the movies. So I don't know. I, I mean, it, it just, you know, we gotta be, be, we gotta protect ourselves, right? Ah, uh, how long have we been recording? 25, 26 minutes? Yeah. I, I mean, that's a good amount of time, right? Uh, I had more updates in my life, right? Uh, I'm still practicing my DJing. I'm enjoying it a lot. Actually, I'm probably going to do that maybe after saying goodbye on this podcast. Um, yeah, that that's it. So go watch James Bond in theaters if you can. Uh, Spider-Man was great, and I'm going to watch it again when it comes out in theaters. Mm, as for my life, I'm going to Pampanga soon, so you know, I'll probably have more stories to tell about that. But I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week, your weekend. Take it easy and I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 